This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. So, you know, I didn't really hear from you at all this week. I hadn't heard from you since we last did the pod. And so I had a good week against the spread. I was 11-4. and four. Did lose my best bet. Only a nutless monkey uses the Jets as his best bet. I should have known better. But 11-4, and four, and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And then I started to write the staff picks. And the way I calculate the record for staff picks is I know my record, and then I just compare the team in the spreadsheet column that I took to the team that everybody else took. So I'll say, like, you know, even, even, plus one, plus two. They'll have the same teams as me, and then when I get to a place where they differ, they'll either get a plus one or a minus one. Uh, from my record and you had like all the same teams that I had last week except that you had the Broncos and one other and maybe the Patriots or something like that and so you were plus two but I was 11 and four so you were 13 and two last week am I wrong about that no you are correct only losses were the Jets and then the Sunday night game the the Chiefs wow that's pretty big. Now you're you're like back in it. You were you were total garbage. You were an afterthought. You were a joke. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of the best weeks I've had against the spread. That's pretty. Yeah, I mean, obviously thirteen and two. Not quite the dream. I was I was telling telling dream, people anyone yeah. to listen the dream. Yeah, not not quite. But uh, um, yeah, I know I do another five picks against the spread separately uh, in a different pool. And went five and zero oh in that one, and it came down to the Rams. I had as the final one. To, oh, it wasn't the final one, but the final morning game. Sorry, I had the Niners as the the final one. But uh, and that was a crazy sequence at the end too. That that game. I think that's that a was one bullshit. Off, right? I, we yeah, should have so, both I mean, been twelve and three. Is what really should have happened. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, that was insane. The the, the the flop and I mean the, the the reviews in that one. But yes, thank you for pointing that out, Liz. I appreciate the starting the pod out, pointing out that I went thirteen and two against. I was shocked. I mean, I was 11 and four and I, you know, I compare them and I'm always like, and when I have a shitty week, it's always like plus one, plus two, plus three. And then I know if I went five and nine, that means you went eight and six, you know, if you're plus three. And I was like checking, I was like, wait, no one's supposed to be ahead of me when I go 11 and four. Yeah. So that was pretty good. And we went four and one against the, uh, in a super contest. We use the stupid jets. The fuck was I thinking? The jets. Yeah. God, that was ugly. No, I mean, I was with you. You didn't like have to talk me too hard into that, but um, yeah, frustrating. That was your best what? bet, right? Yeah, I don't know. It was stupid. I didn't really have a huge best bet. I mean, I I could have gone with the Seahawks, but I knew that line was going to move because of Matt Ryan, so I just didn't want to steal one. My best bet record has been pretty good over the last 10 years, 
I mean, we get screwed sometimes midweek when we make we lock in the picks, and then something you know happens right. to the side we picked, or something good happens. But this was kind of predictable that that line was going to move. When I when I wrote the lineup, there it was you know minus two and a half or something, and I knew it was going way up, and so I didn't want to steal the Seahawks. So I you know I should have used them, but it was it would have kind of made it cheap counting my best bets, and then. I don't know why I took the Jets though. There are probably other better choices. <laughs> Pretty much anything. Yeah. Still the four and one, good, good, good stuff with us. I think in the beat Chris List league, we're your first time second too. So I mean, you know, not not bad so far, man. I mean, we, we're getting this 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 ship righted. Yeah, I'm five and three in the Wavos league. I'm five and three in this FSGA league where I drafted the worst team of all time. I thought I was going to get relegated <laughs> out of that league. Here, here are my picks in this FSGA league. Okay, so I picked eleventh. Devonte Adams took a lot of heat for talking shit about him of course, and right. drafted him. And that guy's been totally useless. Hasn't even scored a touchdown this year. Second pick Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, he's been marginal not, you know, worth the second pick. Third pick was Kenyon Drake. This is in June. It's just, mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't really uh, clear on, you know, my views on Kenyon Drake in June. So I thought he was going right. to be good. Took him third. Fourth, I took Philip Lindsay, and I've benched Lindsay his only good game, his only really good game. He was on my bench that week. My fifth pick was O.J. Howard. My sixth pick was Daryl Henderson. My seventh pick was Sterling Shepard. So that team, there's nobody good on that team. It's a 14-team league, and yet I'm 5-3. and three. And I don't have a ton of points, but I just I picked up like Darren Waller and Carlos Hyde and bunch of guys i drafted mark andrews but i mean what a garbage team i have the 49ers defense it's like but i'm cobbling it together man yeah i had something similar happening in the fishbowl i actually made the overall finals in that thing last year but this year it's an early draft like the one you're saying so i got like melvin gordon in round one before there was even a hint of a holdout like damian williams your guy drake as well so um i haven't i don't have not you know had the same luck as you as far as my record in that one though but uh for the most part, your teams are doing well, it seems like, though, overall fantasy football the, year. The only, the only bad one is the stake league team, which is uh, Oh, no, five, you had to buy it, a stake? Uh, yeah, I had to last year, yeah. too. I, I, was, I, was a, yeah. I wasn't the double buyer, though, by one point. Yeah, it's horrible. But, I mean, it's low stakes, really. You know? I mean, I, of course, and especially because I can't eat there. It's just money going back and forth. It's not people in your face ordering stuff. So, And I'm the one who really did that the most, so... It's not really, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, those are good times. Uh, you watch any World Series? This will be dated when it airs. Game seven's tonight. It's actually pretty exciting. Scherzer, Cranky, and uh, NBA season started this week. And, and lucky you, my Warriors are, are not any good. So I won't bother you, bore you with any talk. So any thoughts yeah. on either of those? But it's so interesting that you went to the game. No, uh, I, I've, you know, I, I've had Dre and Nick Whalen on the XM show, so that's the only way in which I keep up on the NBA, just talking to those guys for right. 20 minutes yeah. each a week. I, the World Series, like I, if I could watch like a condensed version the next morning or something, I would do it. It's kind of hard to watch a full game during the day. Like, no one has time for that. So there's no edited version. But how cool would it be if they just said, like, pitch, 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 pitch? Like, there's no, like, in-between pitches, and they did the whole thing in, like, 40 minutes, like an NFL game? That would be super. That would, yeah, that'd be sick, man. That would be. Yeah, they should do that. I mean, how exciting! I, I don't know if you watch the NFL games ever on the rewind, but it is so fun. Like you have you have a pick against the spread. You got fantasy stuff going, 
and you, you, there's no commercials. There's no breaks. You're just watching plays. You're like, yes, get it, go. You know, it's like, it's all the good, none of the bad. I mean, there's still like officiating and shit like that, but it's mostly good. And if they did that for baseball, I mean, there's so many games, but at least for the playoffs, they could do it. Yeah. Uh, which one's rewind? The direct TV has a condensed, the games are, they're played in a half an hour and it just cuts to every single hike perfectly. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what, that's what this is. But yeah. my, it's, I don't know if it's called, it used to be called rewind on direct TV. This is just called. No, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Game in 40 yeah. or whatever. But yeah. DirecTV is garbage. I have such a better deal. In Europe, they're just trying to get any revenue they can for the NFL. So what they do is it's 200 euros, just like 220 bucks for the year. And I get every game, all the red zone, all the, you know, the condensed edited version, everything. And it's 220 bucks, but I don't have to buy cable for that. I can stream it on any device. So right, can, right. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason I have direct TV is because of, because of the ticket. Right. Right, you're paying. How much do you pay a month for Directv? Like 110 bucks? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, more than that. Too much. Too okay, many channels. So you're paying like 150 bucks a month. and a lot of a lot of BS and yeah, and, and, and a UFC fight. Yeah, just it, it adds and you up. Still, and you still have Netflix, right? And Amazon Prime. Yes, you still okay, have that yeah. too. Right. Yes, they have both. So those, you're paying yeah. for that also. So basically, I don't pay for cable. I don't. You know, we do have cable. Our, we found out that like Heather's Portuguese cell phone. Our internet, which is 100 megabytes up and down, super fast. So the internet, our cable, which we never watch, although I may start to subscribe to like a Benfica game or something and pay extra for that. But cable, high-speed internet, and her phone, her cell phone bill is 55 euros, like 60 bucks a month combined. And then I pay the 200 for 220 for the Sunday ticket. That's it. That's everything. Yeah, and I always am getting basketball, baseball, and football with all those packages yeah. too. So. Well, I buy the packages, but, but the package without Directv is way better. Right, those are going to change too. I think Directv is balking at the next big deal. I, I believe that's going to become more widely available here. But um, but they, that would be awesome if they did do that for for a baseball game. They, they should make it super quick because uh, the amount of action is uh, is obviously a lot of downtime in that sport. But yeah, it's a great way to watch football as well. I mean, for sure, it's it's. It's ideal. I, I imagine you're just like ruined now, though, if you ever had to watch it live. Oh, it's horrible. Like, you know, I can watch nine games at once live, but like a standalone right. game is unwatchable. Right. I, it's like, I can't watch that shit. And yeah. I'll tell you, I, I want my whole life lived on the condensed version, right? So it's like, oh, I'm going to go to New York. Okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm packing my bag. I'm in New York. You know, you just edit out all the stuff you don't want. All the getting on the plane, security, all that shit. <laughs> edit out all the stuff you don't want. I mean, we, we need to have the technology to just... Yeah, like doing it while you sleep, basically. You're in the subconscious yeah. level. <clears throat> I like it. Um, uh, what else? Uh, my 49ers are dominant. Yeah, they're pretty good. That was a pretty impressive win over Carolina. Yeah, it was. Um, what else What else you got going on, Liz? Not much, man. I'm going to make this a short one because I've been traveling. Like I'm going. Oh, and you have a, and also the, the daylight savings a week ahead, so that all got screwed up too always. I bet that's a, a, an adjustment for you with XM and all that. Yeah, it's annoying. It's three to five instead of four to six, and my day just seems short. I'm like, shit, I better get ready to get going. It's not like I get up earlier, you know what I mean? I just, everything's the same. I just get an hour less in my day to get things done. I mean, I guess I can get stuff done after the show. It ends earlier. But it is uh, it is a little weird that, that one or two weeks a year that, that are off. Yeah, for sure. All right, we can make it quick. When I have other stuff to throw at you, um, for sure, some other political stuff. But uh, you want to go through the through the games yeah, in real quick? These games, because now that we're both dominant spread yeah. pickers, now now that we got you know got the thread, I feel like you know I could I I got the gift of prophecy now after one good week. 
Oh, I know. I feel feel pretty good about these picks too, which is just a, a guaranteed problem. Um, yeah. You know, road teams are 63, 56 and one this season. Isn't that pretty crazy? What, what are your thoughts on that? Does that mean anything? Nah, I don't think so. It's no, not like okay. they're, if they were like 63 and 40, maybe, but 63 and 56, like that'll balance. It's probably also some oddities of the schedule. Like maybe the Patriots have, you know, they already played on the road at Miami, but they didn't play in New England yet. So sometimes, like, you know, those, those division games, if just coincidentally the better team's been on the road, the road teams are going to have a better record. And there's been, like, three London games. They probably count there, too. So, yeah, yeah just exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, no that's fair. You want to hear something crazy? Here's something really crazy. I'm going to bring up, I think, what you are next because I heard you say it. But, yeah, are you going to talk about the staff picks? Yeah, there's no pushes in the staff no, picks. That's exactly Every year it's like, ask next. Another statistical oddity. Yep, that's where I was going next. I heard you say that. I didn't know that. That's crazy. There's not been one push in staff picks all season, and we pick every game every week. I mean, usually, like, by the end of the year, there's, like, 14 pushes. Sometimes there's, like, nine. But through week eight, there's none? That's really – I don't think it's ever happened before. I, yeah, no, I, yeah, I would imagine not. That, that seemed crazy, too. I was definitely going to bring that up uh, <laughs> next. All right, Thursday night, of course, uh, the, my 49ers are on prime time. We get to watch them. No, it's trick-or-treat night, so I'm definitely going to be with the kids, DVR in the second half of this game. Very frustrating. Open at like 7, it looked like, but that's, again, just absurd disrespect. I'm making the Niners my best bet for the fifth week in a row. The only pickup was when they didn't cover by half a point against the Redskins in that horrible weather. Give me Niners minus 10 at Arizona. Liz. I took uh, the Cardinals. I, I wanted to take the Niners. I made it 7.5. I thought the line would be like 6.5. Short week on the road. Cardinals are not a doormat. They're not good, but they're like a 500-ish team. 10 on the road is is a lot. I mean, I'm not saying they won't roll because they've been crushing better teams than the Cardinals, but short week 10 on the road against a non-doormat, that's, I took the Cardinals. That is definitely showing them more respect, for sure, moving it up to double digits. But I just can't see the Cardinals scoring more than 10 point, 13 points this game. Uh, Texans against the Jags in London. Texans minus two. Would you like list? I took the Jaguars. I I thought it was, I forgot that it was in London, so I had it Jaguars two and a half point favorites, barely worse than even teams, and two points is too much. I took the Texans book it definitely, but I went back and forth on this one, so this is a stay away for me. I did want to ask you about JJ Watt though, because I heard your conversation with Rufus, and um, I looked it up, and a PFF Pro Football Focus is discrediting him as by far the best uh, defensive player. So he apparently was beasting according really? to them. But I was curious if you if you pressed him a little bit more. Maybe obviously I'm going to give him the secret sauce. But I'm curious because you did kind of ask him. Um, I'm curious, like, where someone like that, where do they get their rankings of a defensive right. player? But for, yeah. for what it's worth, I looked it up, and I'm just telling you, they did have him graded as, like, a monster okay. DN, like, way above my Niner guys even, just like a monster. Wow. I, I love Nick Bosa. That guy looks like you know George Kittle running with the ball after, after he got the interception. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, you know, they watch every snap, and they're not perfect, but they do a good job tracking it. I, I don't know. I was curious. I didn't really understand his answer, but, like, yeah, he's rating players. That's not, like, data-driven. I mean, I guess it could be, like how many pressures, pressures like yeah. but yeah. that would be a very using that those kind of stats would be a poor way to rate individual players i think because they count as a pressure and are they double teamed that's a huge thing and you, you'd sort of like if a guy was triple teamed and got few pressures but caused everyone else to get pressures you know i mean that stuff's hard to measure so the pro football focus looking at the film can you know get sort of a I think that's a better way to evaluate a, a lineman. So I don't I mean, know. You need I, a group, you know, assigned to look at that. Like you can't be looking at all that film yourself either. Right. 
Yeah, I don't know exactly what Rufus does. I'll ask him again next week. I'll press him a little bit. All right, next up, um, Redskins plus nine and a half at the Bills. Man, list. what should I do with Survivor here? You, I don't want to use Buffalo here. I'm definitely taking the points. Although the quarterback situation actually matters. If it's Haskins, if it's Haskins go ahead and use Buffalo with confidence. Agreed. If it's Keenum, I Agreed. wouldn't touch it either. Yeah, Keenum, but my other Keenum, options are not good when I, I'm going to yeah. tell you, but well, I, I hear talk, you. Right? Talk, this is the lowest talk, total of the year, by the way. Let's, let's, let's get through these and then talk about that afterward. Okay, so I'm taking the points. Lowest total of, of, of any game all season. This yeah, I, I take the points too. I mean, if it's Haskins, it's a stay away. If it's Keenum, it's my best Use bet. It. Yeah, it's yeah, my best. Agreed. It's actually my best bet. Like I, with Keenum, it's that'll be a tough game for the Bills. Oh, yeah, they were going to run, too. I know you love that stat, but I think the Bills are the last in run defense DVOA, actually yeah. last. So Washington's game. Adrian Peterson against the uh, Vikings <laughs> looked like um, that was a real revenge game. Yeah, it really was. He was a badass, man. Holy shit. Adrian Peterson. Don't mess with Adrian yeah. Peterson. Yeah. All right, Titans, All right. Titans plus four, Panthers. All right. For whatever reason, I really like this Panthers and um, land the wood here and I would consider them an alternative to the bills in my survivor pick. I know it's weird, but I don't really have any other options. So I, I like the points here. Lay the points. Caroline. Yeah, I took the Panthers too. I made it four and a half and it's four. So I'm not strong on it, but I, I'd, I'd use it if we could, if we had to. All right. Bears plus five at Eagles. Um, give me the Eagles, but I, I, this one I don't feel super strong about, but I'm just fading the QB. So so bad in Chicago. I like the Eagles here. They're at home. They're stout front seven. They're going to stop the run. They're going to force Trubisky to have to make plays. I think the Eagles will make plays. The Bears defense isn't quite as good as it was last year. And yeah, uh, Wentz yeah. is really good. I, I I actually feel good about this, and that's your survivor pick is the Eagles. Yeah. Um, interesting. I'll, wait, I'm trying to think if I have them. Okay. Yeah, that's your survivor pick. Yeah, they're going to – yeah, they're going to – definitely not going to argue with you there. Vikings minus two and a half at Kansas City. To me, this line seems about right. Like they're not – wasn't – weren't the Packers just four and a half? What? I didn't realize that those teams seems those teams seem equal to me. So give me Minnesota. But if it was three and a half, I'd take KC. So I made this two and a half. Exactly. So I, you know, I'm sort of like 50. I took the Vikings at two and a half. Uh, I'm a little worried because the Chiefs have been pressuring the QBs the last couple games, and Cousins falls apart with pressure. He's really good when there's no pressure, and I, that that's going to be a big uh, question mark. But Dalvin Cook should be able to run, soften this defense up, and Matt Moore. I felt like the Packers were kind of lucky to cover. I had them last week. I mean, they they played well, but Rodgers made some unbelievable plays, yeah. and they didn't have any receivers. But I also felt like Matt Moore, that was like as good as it's going to get for him. You know, like he actually played really well. I don't think that's sustainable. I thought the Chiefs kind of played their A game. Packers were lucky to cover two and a half. I think I'm taking it three. I would have taken the Chiefs two and a half. I'm taking the Vikings. Frustrating that lucky to cover cost me a 14 and one uh, against spread week. But yeah, I've been underrating the Vikings all year. They're really good. So two and a half. I, I like them there. All right, Jets, Jets minus, minus three, three and Dolphins. Dolphins. I hate this one. I don't like this, this at all. This opened this. to five and a half, and I was like loving the Dolphins. But at three, I'm still taking the Dolphins. So the Jets, you know, the whole Jamal Adams thing where they were like, they told him he's fine, he's not being traded, and his agent said they were trying to trade him behind his back. Le'Veon Bell, they were trying to trade. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes that stuff's noise, but the Dolphins seem like they're having fun at least against Pittsburgh. It is a short week, though, for the Dolphins. Yeah, I remember I went on this podcast. I said they're going to upset them on Monday night, and Fitz had me looking all right the first half. So I, I laid the points to the Jets here just because uh, that second half, the Dolphins get worn down. They're just so bad, they're just, their depth. But I don't like this one. I could easily see taking the points, whatever. Uh, you're right. I mean, maybe the Jets are just totally done. 
Um, I think we differ on this one also, but I actually kind of feel strong, more strongly. I, I don't know. I like Pittsburgh at home against the Dome Colts, so I keep fading. But uh, you like Indy, right? Yeah, I like Indy. You know, with Watt out and yeah. that bet, that two to one bet for the uh, oh, yeah. AFC South is looking pretty nice. Yeah, no, it should come down. No, no, for sure, should be should be a good one. Like right now, I'm I'm the favorite, which is nice, and I'm getting two to one. Yeah, yeah, I know with Watt out. Yeah, that really could be pretty pretty dramatic. So you you do like the Colts here though. I don't like it much. It was, it, I made it to pick him. I made the line zero and then that's what it moved yeah. to. And I was like, all right, well, it's kind of a coin flip. And I, I, I like the Steelers defense, but the Colts offensive line is really good. The quarterback's better. The coach is better. It'll be a tough game, but I think the Colts will win. Not strong. Lions plus, Lions plus two at Raiders. Man, the Lions are like making trades. They're, I don't know, they're kind of fading, whereas the Raiders just just so well coached. I mean, <laughs> what can you say about your boy Gruden at this point? I mean, you say don't be a moron and listen to one press conference. I, I was talking about this on XM today. You know, like you go on Twitter, you say the wrong word, you're deplatformed, you're fired from your job, you never heard from again. It's kind of like that with the coaching with the analytics. It's not as bad, but... You, you crap on analytics like jokingly in a press conference and it's like everybody's like, oh, that guy's a moron. He's, he's living in the past. This guy doesn't know how to coach. Oh, really? You with your spreadsheet know better than John Gruden who won a Super Bowl with the Bucks and brought the Raiders who were a totally terrible franchise to the playoffs twice? You know more than him? You're, just because he said one word, you're gonna, that's it? You're going to deplatform as a coach? Deplatform him? I don't know. It's just like this one, oh, he said this thing. You know, to me, that's just so over. It's so reactive. Anyway, I like the uh, I like the Raiders. They, they should be. I made them four point favorites. I would use this one too. Yeah, they lost their center though, but um, I would use it too. Uh, Ty Johnson, my boy, I blew a lot of fab on him in some places. Ranked him aggressively. It's fun watching Trey Carson get out there and get all the, the touches early on. Bucks plus six at Seahawks. The more I think about this one. Um, I think the Bucks could 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 pull off an upset here, so I, I like the points here. What do you think? Yeah, I like the points too. I, I mean, the Bucks—you never know which Winston you'll get. But I know, I know. They stopped the run. The Seahawks like to run, and I don't think the Seahawks defense is very good. So, give me the Bucks. Browns minus three at Denver. This one obviously moved like crazy with the because Joe Flacco's worth so many points. But uh, yes. no, in all seriousness, it's 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 a difficult one to kind of make. I I actually uh, took Denver. Think they're going to run the ball, but this could be a, a get right game for Cleveland too. It's a stay away for me. It's a stay away. I I wanted to be on Cleveland. I made them one and a half point favorites. I thought that was aggressive, and then they were three. So I was on the Broncos. All right, Packers minus three and a half at Chargers. Who'd you take here? Uh, Back and forth on this one, um, Chargers, but I, I hate it. I hate this one. Chargers are bad. They really are bad, but this is when they're going to do some ugly backdoor cover, and I'm not sure the Packers are, are that dominant. So I took the points and held my nose. I mean, the Packers receivers are so bad, but Rodgers is peak Rodgers again, and their offensive line is really good, and their defense is pretty good. It's a really good team. Once they get some receivers, if they get Devontae Adams back, and they, they need to sign Antonio Brown, who cares? Just sign him. Let him go to jail after the season, but they would Antonio Brown would be such a game changer for the Packers. Anyway, I, I laid the wood. I don't feel that strongly about it. Yeah, I should I should qualify. I'm not sure their defense is super as dominant as it looked, but you're right. That offense could be scary if like Rodgers in a better system is more familiar and obviously the running game. How good is Aaron Jones? Man, he's so good. Aaron Jones is so good. But they're doing this without Devontae Adams, their only good receiver. 
I know, I know. And he's, as you, you know, been preaching, he's, you know, elite talent that really uh, changes the quarterback. But in all seriousness, the, the, what he's working with is definitely pretty C minus D plus level. Oh, it's, so it's not even D make plus. A huge it's, F. it's F. Yeah, it might this be. Is, it might be. These, Jimmy Graham would be like a special yeah. teams guy, you know, or something. I mean, none of these guys would be. Jimmy Graham is, he's so washed up. It's amazing. My, he can't even make a move. My boy MVS is a one trick pony. He's not, he's uh, not good. Terrible. No, They're all bad. No, totally. But, um, Man, Aaron Jones carrying some of my fantasy teams. Thankfully, I got uh, – it's either Aaron Jones or Damian Williams in round two, pretty much uh, m- most leagues I was in. Yeah. So you win some, you lose some. Um, what's next? Uh, Sunday night uh, game. Good so, one. Yeah. Patriots minus three and a half at Baltimore. Um, I get the feeling we're going to be using Baltimore in this one because, yeah. you know, you're always smart fading Belichick. But, uh, but I mean, this is – Baltimore's legit, right? They could win. This is primetime more than a field goal on the road with the Patriots offense. Got to go. Got to go Ravens, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson just needs to not throw a forward pass. Just run it because he's going to get in trouble with that secondary. But I, I think that you know, the Ravens, are, they got a, they're coming off a bye. Harbaugh knows how to prepare for the Patriots. They always play the Patriots tough. It's in Baltimore. They're going to smash it down their throats. I, I think they're going to have trouble stopping Ingram and Jackson. I just think it's going to be a – the Patriots' run defense isn't anything special. It's just their pass defense, so – did yeah. you see? I mean, yeah, Nick Nick Chubb in between fumbles was kind of gashing it, running down their throats, and then yeah, the Ravens coming off a bye, right? So yeah, um, yeah, well coached. So we'll let's that. okay, cool. And then of course Monday Nighter, um, uh, your Giants at home getting seven against the Cowboys. Yeah, seven is too much. I mean, the Cowboys with Tyron Smith back could just beat them like forty-one to thirteen. But Daniel Jones played amazing last week, and. The Giants had to protect him. I mean, if if there's a jailbreak like there was against the Eagles a couple weeks ago, then they're going to blow him out. But if the Giants can protect, the Cowboys' defense isn't that good. You know, the front, the the pass rushers are good, the linebackers are good, but the back four are not that good. And the Giants can uh, move the ball there at home. I think that uh, I don't know. I don't feel that strongly about it, but I think it could be a close game. Yeah, I took I took the points here, but I wanted to note. Uh, hopefully, you didn't feel strongly want to use this because I do see the path where the Cowboys do blow them out. But uh, I did take the points as well. So, which ones do you like here? What what leans do you have? Uh, I like the Redskins. Although it would be nice to get confirmation yeah. that Keenan was out of the yeah. concussion protocol, which he's not yet. I yeah. kind of like the Eagles. I like the Raiders. Yeah, you can talk me into that one. That one's fine. Yeah, I, I like Raiders, the Bucks. Yeah. I like the Bucks yeah, and I like the, Bucks, the Ravens. Too. But, I mean, if you want something else, let okay. me know. You, you want ste- yeah, to okay. step up for the Niners, you can. Yeah, that's a Thursday night game, and we'll see the spread. But those five, Redskins, Eagles, Raiders, Bucks, and Ravens, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with. So we'll uh, we'll leave it at that, and then we'll see what the, the spread is for the Niners. And, okay. and kind of, I like the, I kind of like the Panthers, too. You don't, you don't love that? You're only a half point off on that one? Yeah, I, I mean, guess the Titans, mean, are, Titans are weird, huh? Titans they're a are weird, weird team. So are the Panthers, you know, like Kyle Allen's your quarterback. I think the Panthers will cover. I mean, if you really want to sub in the Panthers. Yeah, we'll do the Niners if we do a six. So we'll just, we'll see okay. the spread on that because I, I like those. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, you, yeah, the Eagles, you're probably right. The, the Bears, Trubisky's so bad, huh? It just seems a little small, this line, right? I mean, the, the Bears, the Eagles have, have had some letdowns, though. I mean, they've played poorly at times. Yeah. They made us look good against the Bills, though, didn't they? Jeez. I think the Bills are kind of a, a fraud. So, so where do we stand there speaking, circling back here, Bills and Eagles? I have used the Eagles in the aforementioned Survivor. So, I mean, what would you use Carolina or Buffalo? 
I mean, I probably use Buffalo. I mean, they just got to win, right? They don't have to cover. Yep, yep, yep. Just cover. I mean, it, Haskins is the gift. Like if he if he shows his face, then you're good. Yeah, exactly. If not, then you would use like the Packers are the only other option. I guess the other nah. like Packers. Are, yeah. Okay. I could easily see the Chargers winning that. Yep. All right. So yeah, Survivor. So um. So what else? Then you have anything else? Not really. Not not on the top of my head. I did have a funny tweet. It's funny. Like you know, I make the same jokes over and over. Obviously, people know me. I, Tom Savage, barbaric, Trevor Simeon, evolution, all that kind of stuff. Love a good pun. Yes. Yes. And uh, Young Ho Koo, one of my favorite players, got signed by the Falcons, and they cut Matt Bryant. And I tweeted this. I made a version of this joke at least seven times on Twitter and 20 times on XM or here. And I said, you know, Matt Bryant stood by the Falcons for this long and they, they ditched him for a young hoe. And that tweet, it's, it's still going. I mean, I keep getting notifications every second. There's like almost 600 likes, 595 likes, 81 retweets. It's just, it's just like two things. One is is the same joke I've made a hundred times. Secondly, the most random shit it's this isn't even viral i mean when people have really viral shit they'll have like forty thousand likes or something but okay. it's just so funny like what gets picked up and the shit i think is really funny like the clellan pharrell tape you know i love his tape and it was that colin farrell getting totally wasted <laughs> yeah, by himself right. he had like two likes no, yeah and not even any likes zero yeah you know so it's just <laughs> it's funny yeah, uh, uh, no, that is. That is and, and then actually, but this other thing is really funny also. So, literally, you know, 650 people liking or retweeting it. Oh, that's what but, I was Yeah, so you got in a beef with someone, right? I came yeah. across that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I said, you know, he stands by them for so long and the team ditches him for a young hoe. And some dude, this guy's so funny. I mean, he was serious. He's Matt Bryant stood by them all these years. You mean he was employed by them and paid well by them all those years? He's like arguing with the tweet. Like I was a serious, I was like, dude, are you seriously arguing with this? Like the content of this tweet? Like it's a serious take that I was making. Come on. I mean, you know, it's funny. And I, and I disavowed Scott Adams a couple of podcasts ago, yeah, yeah. but he did say this. And I, I thought about this and I think this is my, he, he, I think his number's kind of high, but he said like 25% of people are, tw- I don't know, some high number just do not understand humor. They just cannot pick up humor. Like they just read everything literally. And so a lot of times, like he did that to explain, like when Trump says some joke, like Russia, are you listening? Read her emails or something like he explicitly asked them to read the email. You know, like they take it like it's just dead serious. And, you know, this guy just took this comment about young ho, like, oh, they ditched Matt Bryan for a young ho. Do you think I'm real? How could you really think I'm like feeling sympathy for Matt Bryan? I mean, yeah, I know. there's like no other point. way. Like the spelling is not like, diff- it's not obscure, right? It's pretty straightforward. Right? I mean, it's probably not pronounced young ho exactly in Korean, but it reads phonetically in English, like young <laughs> prostitute, young ho, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know, but I think that's true. Like some people, and this is probably a, this is a big problem that like, they just don't understand humor. It just doesn't register for them. I don't know if it's 20%. I mean, 500 people, not one of them. Everyone seemed to think it was a joke, except this one guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it. What was that one? Uh, you know, what, what are the best co- the, the comedies that are, that are the most watched or whatever? What's that one CBS show? Whatever the, whatever the, whatever the comedies that are most watched are not uh, typically the ones that are the most funniest uh, that I would, I would chalk up. But, uh, all right. So have you seen a Jimmy Kimmel mashup, the, uh, the, the Trump's response to uh, versus Obama's response to getting Osama first? Have you seen that? If you haven't, 
uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. But um, do you have any comments on the uh, on on the uh, the capture and all that? Uh, I saw a good tweet where they said, "Yep, just like Vidlan, they they dumped the body Tony Soprano style, like nobody's they like dumped it in the ocean. Like nobody knows. Like don't you think you should take some photos and show people? Like yeah, we got him. Here he is. We verify the kill. Here's how it happened. You know what I mean? Like they just dump him in the ocean. Like oh, we no one can examine it." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. That, yes, I don't know. That's it's. What, okay, yeah, so there's that. Crazy. And then, did you see that uh, Jeffrey Epstein's attorney called for a second examination of the body? Yes, uh, yes, and, yes. And the, yes, the, the, the real coroner said he has never seen injuries like this from a hanging. It looks like he was strangled. Yeah, I know. Shocking, right? Why is like the New York Times and the mainstream media and the legacy media? Why are they just like, yeah, it's a suicide. Stop being a conspiracy theorist. Like, what? how could they do that? How can they? I know how they can do it. And it's obvious. But, like, you're a journalist. Like, when, when the cameras malfunction and the guys who's supposed to check and his roommate was transferred out, all these things coincidentally happened. And he was, oh, committed suicide. Oh, wow. How strange. They just went with the suicide story, and if you and if anyone said like, "No, come on, that's ridiculous," like obviously he was murdered, they'd be like, "That's a conspiracy." Like there's, and and now like the guy like base has evidence, even more evidence that he was actually murdered. That should be like the front page story, like who covered it up? We need an investigation, but they just don't. They're not even interested in that. What about Ghislaine Maxwell? Where is she? What about that guy who founded the Limited? Why aren't they asking him some questions? I mean, there's just no curiosity from the FBI or the or the media about a pedophile who's got like done so many crimes and has connections to so many powerful people. And Bill Clinton was on his plane and he's got pictures with Trump that no one wants to look into this. I mean, this is just incredible to me that this like, that this story is like eh, nothing to see. He's just committed suicide. How sad. So unfortunate. Yeah, I know what he said. I mean, I don't know how much. I mean, obviously, he he might be one-sided because that side uh, hired him to do it or whatever. But he said in his 20 years, he's never seen bones broken that specific way or whatever that wasn't, you know, is not consistent with suicide. And, and it was already I mean, it was already Occam's razor to begin with. So, of right, course, of I mean, course. Is, yeah, I mean, this is just crazy. And you're right. Why is it not more? At least this is a New York Times publishing this story. But, I mean, it's, it's yeah, why is this not more outrage? And it's going to be gone in, in two days, you know? I mean, it's, right, it's, it's, this, it's very annoying. This is like a deep conspiracy. Huge. This is a guy that like had the dirt on like powerful politicians, Larry Summers, the these powerful people that have huge policy impacts, and these guys are all photographed with them. Bill Gates. Nobody's curious about like how he got murdered, who murdered him, who ordered the hit. I mean, they they don't know who's in charge of transferring the roommate or shutting down the camp. Who's in charge of the camp? They can't figure that out. I mean, what the fuck? Why aren't they like going through person by person and building the case? Go to the prison. Why did, why wasn't this there? Who's responsible? Who was on duty? No, I, signed? No, no. I, mean, I mean, just go at it systematically. No interest. Super frustrating. Yeah. New York, New York times come up a few times this week. Uh, things I've noticed, uh, I think they got a hard time for how they titled, uh, the, the, you know, they didn't give enough Trump credit or something. People gave him a hard time for, is his name Baghdadi? I'm going to say it wrong. Is that, is that, yeah, I think it? that's right. I think that sounds okay. right. 
All right. Okay. So um, that, and then also there actually was a, and then they did this, there actually was a New York Times story that uh, would seem to be under the radar or maybe, maybe not, but uh, for how crazy the story is, I didn't come across it much, but did you see that El Chapo's son was captured and then they were just like overtook by the, by armed patrol forces and just made them give up. Like we give up, we surrender and turn in there's crazy video footage of it and just a bunch of shooting and like broad daylight in the streets and the cops just said we're out man we give up and we'll give you back this wanted felon i didn't see that no i didn't even know about that yeah yeah that's pretty crazy too so check that out and it was on new york, new york times of that but again under the radar no one yeah that's that's another weird one underreported that seemed like a, i think they titled it like a bad netflix show like the, the shootouts just it's pretty wild um, Big Bang Theory is a horrible CBS show that I'm frankly looking up back here trying to remember that the horrible show that would always finish first as far as how bad people's comedy is, their taste in comedy. Sorry, the Big Bang Theory in CBS. Yeah, but, but uh, I don't even think he means taste. I think he. I know maybe, you don't have it at all. I know. Sorry, bad. But, bad. May, but, forget, right? but maybe those people need to pretend to think things are funny, and because they don't right. know. Thank you. They just, it. Yeah. And and the shows kind of know those people are out there. They know what to market to make them think. This is a funny show. It's like Dane Cook. You watch Dane Cook, like a clip. He's not funny. He's super energetic. He's super into what he's saying, and he's super emphatic, but nothing he says is clever or funny. And it's like, no, you you look like a comedian who's delivering the performance, but you're just not funny. None of of your ideas are funny. But maybe the people filling up those arenas are those humorless people who think that that's something to see you know i mean maybe that's what it is i i never understood it yeah speaking of comedians funny you say that just this week i got an email personally from louis ck who's apparently back on the scene touring and coming maybe to northern california but uh he, he started his email off basically saying if you don't like me anymore unsubscribe here but apparently i was on this old uh, email thing but uh yeah we'll end on that note listen unless you have anything uh no, else, i, I want to uh, add one other thing speaking of comedy oh please do please do. i watched bill burr's netflix special you know who bill burr is uh, yes i absolutely do and i've i've been told to watch it but i'm very curious your review it was good. It was it was better than Dave Chappelle's. It, it had some like non PC stuff in the beginning. You're like, oh, he's just going to this easy. I mean, I, I agree with it. Like, I think like the the language police is like ridiculous in the U S. and and I agree with it. But you see a comic go there, and it's like, well, they all go there because it's their problem because they're always getting they're always at risk of getting deplatformed from stuff they say. So he started like that, and I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be some canned shit. But it actually wasn't. It was good. It was actually really good. I I, I would give it like a. A minus, you know, I thought it was solid. Like, it's not quite like peak Chris Rock or peak Louis C.K. or George Carlin or something, but it's right almost there. It's good. It's good. It's worth watching. Really glad to hear that. Yeah, no, I like him back from his Breaking Bad days. And every time I hear him on a podcast like Bill Burr, and I've been told this specific special to watch. Yes, so I, I for sure will now. Yeah, which, which guy was he in Breaking Bad? I forgot. God, how can I explain it? Um, I remember one time it had to do with that he he fake acted like he was an inspector to help out in that whole car wash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They would like get him to do like scams. That's yeah, right. Things like yeah. that. Yeah, I remember. But, uh, yeah. Good to hear, good to know though, man. I'll definitely check out the special for sure this week. We'll do. Um, man, let's keep this up, dude. I'm fired up. Uh, we both we both did well, and uh, yeah, so it's better than better than losing. I'll tell you that. You know, I always took, <laughs> the against the spread was not not great for me the first month this year. So it's nice yeah. nice to be winning once. It's a it's a new era, man. It's a new era. 